0: Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We all experience anxiety at times. What causes anxiety? Why should we learn our triggers are red flags? How do we learn to cope with anxiety? What does God's Word say about it? And when should we see a professional counselor? Join us today as we talk about anxiety and learn ways to cope when our anxious hearts get overwhelmed. My guest is Cheryl Thompson. She's a Christian counselor at Concord Counseling in St. Louis, Missouri. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program Thanks, Cheryl, for being my guest today as we talk about anxiety in today's world.
1: Thank you, it's good to be here with you, Kay.
0: It's good to have you. Well, you're a Christian counselor, so I know you deal with lots of topics, but one of them is anxiety. Yes. Yes. And um, let's just start with some of the basics. Does everyone deal with anxiety? Is it something that most everybody experiences?
1: Yes, sure, it's, it's a feeling that comes and goes. And we don't always have control over feelings, but anxiety, um, when you feel it in worry or apprehension, it usually goes away on its own or the circumstances change and you're fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But some people have
0: higher levels of anxiety than others. Okay, We'll talk a little bit more about that. So uh, you've kind of defined it. How is it different from fear?
1: It would be different in that it's a worry, an apprehension that sometimes manifests in our bodies, like our muscles become tense, our heart rate increases. Um, And then fear can be a more intense form of anxiety, or the worry can be based in fear, but the thoughts are not always surrounding fear, they can just be surrounding the activities you have to do for that day. Mm-hmm. You can worry about doing things correctly, mm-hmm. doing your best.
0: Okay, good. So you talk with many different people. Let's just talk for a minute about some of the things that can cause anxiety in today's world.
1: Some of the things that cause it? Well, just your everyday vocations, your careers, your roles in life as uh, father, mother, sister, brother, daughter. When you think about uh, speaking in public, that's often a stress trigger mm-hmm. for people. Um, having deadlines at work can be stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having the responsibilities of a home, um,
0: people to care for. Okay. So lots of things can cause anxiety. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, very good. Um, Well, one of the things that seems to have caused a lot of anxiety in our world in the last couple years is the COVID uh, and the pandemic. Uh, I have seen more people anxious, some Mm -hmm. family members and friends. Um, Do you see that as well?
1: Yes. It's interesting. Even as far back as 2015, we started seeing a rise in people coming to see us seeking counseling for anxiety. Um, And in 2018, so there's been some research to show it's been on the rise. Um, And then during COVID, we saw more isolation of people. We say isolation with which there's benefits to that, you know, slowing down your lifestyle. But um, so during COVID, the increase happened for for those who didn't have family at home, Um, maybe isolation, they saw a decrease in their physical health. So Mm -hmm. their anxious moments come, you know, when we talk about death more, those loved ones that we lost to COVID, yeah. it it brings anxious moments to our own mortality, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but also increase in faith too. Yeah. So
0: yeah, right. Yeah, I think um, uh, it's interesting you you brought up the positives that families were together and hopefully they had some good communication and did some more games or. T- had just spent time together, that there was some positives. We don't talk about that much. Yes, that there yes. can be some real positives to having to be in the same house together. There's a little stress sometimes with uh, the different Zoom meetings and things that different people are doing, but that there's really some p- – I like the idea of the fact that in the midst of the challenges, there can be some positive things for families.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and, you know, they were – possibly attending church online on Sunday Uh um, together. So a natural follow-up would be to talk to each other more as we talk to members after church, you know, natural visiting time. And and not having scheduled our kids in so many things. It's just, it was natural to... Have that time to maybe form some better habits at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meal
0: times yeah. more regular. Yeah, cooking. I guess there's. I mean, we can kind of branch out of COVID related to marital problems. There's probably some marriages that were strengthened, but there's probably some of them that have had some mm-hmm. real challenges. And uh, just job loss. I mean, look at how many people have lost jobs through COVID. Now, I know we have a a nephew that's looking for a new job because they, he was an engineer. They eliminated his whole division after COVID started and he'd only worked for them and graduated from college for six months. So now he's, it's challenging. Wow. It's challenging. Anxiousness. And he had bought a a condo that he's now sold. So lots of anxiety related to all of those types of things. So yeah. Now you deal with a lot of other uh, issues when you counsel People, just mm-hmm. any other topics that come to mind as, as you think about um, you know the the topic of anxiety and those that you uh, those that you counsel
1: i've been I'm about a year and a half into uh, Gottman couples therapy training that I've been doing, so it's been interesting to work with couples on marriage and mm-hmm. when one or the other and sometimes both have high levels of anxiety Mm -hmm. it does you know we've we form coping skills and some of them are healthy and some of them are not and so communication in marriage can suffer with with anxiety where Mm -hmm. someone might shut down and not talk for a while and that is is hard on a marriage and they can avoid conflict or if you're used to Avoiding by having outside activities, then COVID brought you together, uh, yeah. and you're not sure how to communicate in healthy ways, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you are together more than you are comfortable with. Uh-huh. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it oh can boy. it can cause escalating arguments uh-huh. easily.
0: Yeah, and of course in the home today as well, if you have young children, you're being the teacher as you're trying to work maybe from home it's got to be extremely stressful for so many people although i think a lot of people actually loved working at home Mm -hmm. and that's why so many are kind of pushing back from this let's get back to this busy life that we had right i think people slowed down and maybe they liked it a little bit. I might be wrong, but I know I have a, a neighbor across the street who dearly loved working at home. She has two children, and she had to make sure they weren't bothering her. But she is now back to work, and she doesn't like it. So I wonder how that yes. will impact our you know, future as, as we go forward. But, uh, yeah, the busyness, I think a lot of people, and not having to drive so far people like that. I was that.
1: thinking of commute when you yeah, when you said that, yeah, back you know, the, to work. And, be,
0: be able to get out on the highways and not a lot of traffic. Back, now it's getting back to normal. But, right, um, right. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, all right, well, you touched on this a little bit, but what happens when we're anxious physically to us? Talk a little bit more about that.
1: Well, often um, our muscles become tense, and we don't really realize it. Um, and with that tension, we sometimes will have headaches, um, stomach aches that are byproducts of the worry. Um, we often might see our primary care physician and they can't find out really what's wrong with the stomach or, or why these things are happening. and and. St- Dress is a common word that will come up in those discussions. Mm. Um, and in the moment, if you, are, if you have a fear of being in crowded spaces, or then your heart starts racing, mm. if you have a fear of illness, you know, at a time like this, um, when you're still wearing a mask, but you're in spaces where there's more people, you might start to sweat. And just
0: over time, those things are hard on your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah. That's uh, good to think about. And as we think about learning to cope with anxiety, what are some of the things that we need to do?
1: First of all, I, I always use deep breathing, oh. which uh, people think is simple, Um but you you really need to practice it too. We know when you take in a deep breath through the nose and out through the mouth um, slowly, it does relax the muscles. It slows the heart rate, and then your blood circulation in the brain is better. Mm. So you're able to think clear clearer. clearer. Mm. Um, and so practicing that you know five ten minutes a day, then you can use it. It's often hard to do in the moment of anxious moments or panic. Um, So we start with that um, because you can do it anywhere Mm -hmm. and it's a very calming thing. And when you think of relaxation, then we talk about coping skills and balance in your life. If you have more anxious thoughts uh, than typical, then you just need more coping skills to think about. We can't control our emotions as as we'd like, you know, to just decide not to be anxious, but if the thoughts are fearful or you're thinking bad about yourself, you didn't do well in this task or at school, then we look at changing your thinking mm-hmm. and reframing it into more helpful language. Good,
0: good, all right, very good. Um, We're going to continue talking about this. I do have just a few announcements I want to make, and then we'll come back to continue talking about how we deal with anxiety and what we can do uh, to learn to cope when that happens to us. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast that you can subscribe to and receive each week on your computer or cell phone. Family Shield is welcoming a new radio station in Glencoe, Minnesota, to our radio network. KGLB AM and FM will air Family Shield each Saturday at 9.30 a.m. This program is in partnership with the LLL Zone Board of Minnesota. This week we're giving away the booklet, Your Place in God's Plan. To receive this complimentary booklet, call our Response Center 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. We encourage you to sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on our website or connect to us through Facebook. Your prayers and financial support are critical. Please consider a small or large gift to support the ministry. We are a listener-supported ministry. Your support allows us to continue to share God's love through this program in your community. Please note that we have a new address. Send notes and gifts to Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. You can also charge a gift on the website www.familyshieldministries.com. Another way you can support us is if you're a Thrivent Financial member. You can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars. Go to www.thrivent.com/thriventchoice or call them 1-800-847-4836 and one of their employees will help you. Remember, you choose, but Thrivent gives the gift. Now, I want to go back to our our topic of anxiety. My guest, again, is Cheryl Thompson. She's a Christian counselor at Concord Counseling. And we've been talking about how to cope with anxiety. We talked about some of the things we can do uh, to learn to cope. Um, before we continue that, though, let's talk for a minute about why, when we're anxious, we should learn what our triggers or red flags are. Um, the listeners may or not may or may not be familiar with those terms. What's a trigger or red flag, and why should we know what our triggers are?
1: Well, it's good to know your own body and your own mind in in many ways, and so we. When I was teaching children about feelings, um, we would talk about it using that number scale of one to 10, you know, how anxious are you feeling today? Um, so it's good to know your own levels um, to help you then know what's going to make it go up or go down, what's going to help you. So, triggers sometimes, if you're worried about illness, if you're worried about cancer, a lot of people worry about those terminal type of illnesses um, besides COVID. Then if you're searching online, uh, you feel a physical pain and you're searching online, um, those can be triggers when you see symptoms of different types of cancer. They can trigger you into unnecessary um, thinking from a mild headache or a pain in the ankle, you're you're deciding you might have some type of cancer or a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to know when to stop searching, Google searching, or even on social media. When you hear other people's stories, you just have to know what's being helpful for you and then when to draw the line. And, mm-hmm.
0: and it, what what kind of send you over the top. Yes. Yes. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great to know. So we do need to keep our body and mind healthy. And does that help with anxiety? Um, You know, if we exercise and do some of those type of things? Yes. Always. So what are some of the other things we can do to help our bodies and minds stay healthy?
1: In recent years, there's been a lot of talk about sleep because adults still need eight hours of sleep and they often average five to six. I need eight. (laughs) (laughs) So just in thinking about you might not feel you need more sleep, but thinking about regular hours of, you know, we know the best sleep is between, you know, 10 p.m., 6 a.m., but anything, you know, if you're going to bed after midnight, it's just not as productive, and you are not as productive. Everybody has, you know, different patterns, whether they feel like they're a night person. We just know statistically after midnight you're not very productive Hmm. um, if you're staying up purposely. So sleep is very important, and diet, and then exercise you know, even um, people often, when they're anxious, they might exercise, um, but they're not feeling relaxed or energized after. So it's it's an exercise where something you enjoy that doesn't feel like work, um, but is beneficial when the endorphins are released. It has to be at least twenty minutes or more. Um, to get your heart rate up, you know, mm-hmm. to have an aerobic activity, and then just walking in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, so environment is important when you're anxious. You know, being in nature is helpful, but also just in your home, making sure it's um, doesn't feel chaotic to you, mm-hmm. and to get help, you know, with your home if you need help cleaning or yeah, whatever not it is that's causing you anxiety,
0: yeah. you might be able to get the help you need right. to, to take that away. So <clears throat> when does someone need to involve a professional? I know we talked, you know, we mm-hmm. were talking mm-hmm. kind of generally, but that's what you do. How do we know that we need a professional? And who needs, you know, wh- what do we do? How do we assess that? Is, the, is it time for me to get some counseling? What, what do people need to think about?
1: On my website, I've had people often comment, that I called you because I have a quote on there, you know, have you felt 20 days or more out of the month where you're feeling anxious, Mm -hmm. um, tired, irritable? And so when people reflect on that, that is not typical. You know, we we all experience anxiety, but it, it comes and goes within a week. But when you look at a whole month and if you've grown up, with this, you know, you might have a biological tendency, uh, be at a higher risk. Maybe if family members have dealt with anxiety, it's not a gene that's passed on, but you biologically are at a higher risk. You know, then you might think it's typical mm. to have sure. so many anxious yes, days. If you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so thinking about thinking about that, and then if it is affecting several areas of your life. Um, your home, your work, if it's just anxious moments at work, then you're probably okay if you're having that balance of home life is good and you have outdoor activities or extra activities, hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if it's keeping you from work because of stomach aches or headaches, keeping you from doing activities with your kids because you're worried about social crowds with other parents then it's probably good to talk to someone yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so i i don't want you to share names or anything Mm but uh, can you give an example of somebody that you've worked with and how the counseling actually helped their anxiety you know just without names okay Okay. um because a lot of times people say well i'm just going to go to counseling forever and ever and ever but you go to counseling for a reason, and when you're helped, then you can often not have to come back. Right, right. right. I think sometimes people yes. don't think that happens. So, yes. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. we often talk about um, recovery or healing in in our work, and anxiety is something that you don't have to feel like is a lifelong problem. Um, And we always want people who come to counseling to know that the goal is to not need that help at some point, right? Yeah, so I've had uh, in the last year a few different cases where they've been very thankful. Um, One being an older woman who during, you know, there was some grief, had lost her husband in the last few years, and then with COVID, being more isolated from family. But over the time, uh, and so during doing telehealth or online sessions were oh, yeah. just ideal for some mm-hmm. people who wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Right, right. Couldn't couldn't get to me, or I to them. Um, but over that, over that year, she was able to improve her mood, um, But also at one point, she you know, she went to her doctor, she was able to she didn't have high blood pressure for the first time in her life. Oh, so good. Yeah. as you were talking about, the whole body is, sure. is part
0: of the healing, the recovery. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Um, I'm remembering um, we had done a program on uh, grieving. Mm -hmm. You mentioned grieving, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, we had, I got this nice two-page typed letter from a lady in Florida who had listened to the program. She had been looking for something on grief because she had lost her husband. And uh, it was such a nice letter. She wanted me to connect her to the counselor through Zoom, which we tried. We did. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then I t- couldn't know anything else. But was what was interesting, she talked in the letter how much the program had helped. And then at the end, she said, but I'm... Jewish and I don't believe in Jesus, (laughs) but I still love that counselor Mm -hmm, and I want to learn more. And I remember the one thing that he said on that, that I quote now all the time, and that is, we grieve because we love. So, you know, people get, you know, concerned about grief Yes. Uh, but we grieve because we love we had a love in our life and that's good news so yes. our time is just about up I just yeah. want to mention how well. fa- fast it goes right yes. At, I started yes. the program with the uh, Philippians 4 6 to 7 a Bible verse about anxiety mm-hmm. and certainly why prayer is important and our faith in Christ is important and I know you you know uh we ran out of time, but we yes, would certainly yes. want to let our listeners know that um, faith in Christ and prayer can really oh, yes. help in those anxious times.
1: I use um, the Psalms a lot mm. with with clients, which has been very helpful, especially with anxiety. Um, just mentioning like Psalm 32 and Psalm 42. There's talk about suffering and, you know, feeling like as a deer pants for water, we groan and sigh. Um, But that the Lord, so the Lord can identify with our suffering, but he also provides so much more at the end of the psalm. There's always comfort Uh uh and he's our keeper. He's our hiding place. That's part of Psalm 32. And so there's so much more. Yeah. That
0: he can provide. Then. He, he definitely can. And we want our listeners to know that Christ walks with you. And if we can help, please let us know. Our time is just about up. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield Ministries. My guest has been Cheryl Thompson of Concord Counseling. We've been talking about anxiety. And um, um, we, we didn't share where your uh, counseling is at but if anyone in the saint louis area wants to connect please just let us know and we'd be happy to connect you to cheryl and again uh, this is Kay meyer with family shield learn more on our website www.familyshieldministries.com god bless your day You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri 63116. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.